0: My name is James Finley, and I'll begin by welcoming you to these reflections on the teachings of the Christian mystic Meister Eckhart. I realize that some of you listening to these reflections are already very familiar with Eckhart. In fact, you've perhaps been uh, sitting with Eckhart and praying with Eckhart and meditating with Eckhart for quite some time such that he has become for you one of your spiritual teachers or one of your guides on the spiritual path. I realize, too, that there are more of you who are somewhat familiar but not quite so familiar with Eckhart. And some of you who are very completely new to Eckhart, you've not yet had the opportunity to turn towards his teachings to see how they might help you in following your spiritual path. And so in sharing these reflections, I I want to make Eckhart's teachings as inviting and as accessible as possible to the sincere beginner. And I want to do that in a way that does not water down or compromise uh, the radicality of his teachings. Uh, These reflections are are not at all a, a course in Meister Eckhart. This is not an academic approach to the theological, philosophical themes in his teachings. We'll be looking at some of that and the way he spoke metaphysically and theologically to express spiritual awakenings. But this is much more a retreat with Meister Eckhart. That is, it's much more an attempt to turn towards Meister Eckhart for a spiritual guidance. In the spirit of an introduction, I'll begin with a brief biographical sketch of Meister Eckhart, a sense of who Meister Eckhart was historically, which can begin to give us insight into who Meister Eckhart is spiritually. Meister Eckhart was born in Germany in the year 1260, As a young man, he entered the Dominican order in which he was ordained a priest and in which he took vows in poverty, chastity, and obedience in religious life, expressing his commitment to holiness and to service to others. He served in his Dominican order in various administrative capacities, and in capacities of offering spiritual guidance to members of the community. And he also served in the twofold charism of the Dominican order. The charism being first to serve through a commitment to learning, to teaching sound theology, kind of the intellectual heritage of the Christian tradition. And one finds the extent to which he excelled in this learning education aspect of the Dominican charism by the fact that he was offered the chair in theology at the University of Paris that was held by his predecessor, St. Thomas Aquinas, the author of the Summa Theologica, which gives some sense of the status that he had in the eyes of the Christian community, the academic community during his lifetime. The other charism of the Dominican order is that of preaching. In fact, the Dominicans are referred to as the order of preachers. And Eckhart's academic works come down to us in Latin, primarily as scripture commentaries. But it's in his sermons that come down to us in German. And his sermons had a very profound effect on people who listened to them. So much so that they committed themselves to writing them down, comparing notes and coming up with a kind of a final draft, kind of an authentic expression of the sermon. And they distributed these sermons as people who were touched by and sought to learn from the spiritual guidance that he offered. So there's two meanings that we might say to the term Meister, Meister Eckhart. One meaning is it's Meister as in Professor Eckhart.